Welcome to the roundtable. I am Jennifer Eller, and my co-host, Mike Hill, is with us. <laughs> and then between us, we have Mike and Tammy Dennis. Yay! Yay, Tammy! Yay, Tammy! We figured out before the podcast that Tammy said she wanted to do most of the talking. Okay, perfect. She, yeah. she said that like she was ready full on ready to have long conversations on the podcast she is she she kept i don't have to worry it. because he'll he'll just is it like yeah. that so if you go out so if you guys go out on a date with other people does he have to like keep the conversation going with other people or you he doesn't have to he just does he just i do, <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I love people yeah. he does I, I do i love mm -hmm. people and like uh so she always says when i go to walmart it's like a class reunion mm -hmm. Really? You see everyone. a bunch of people? Mm -hmm. I see everyone. people every time we even travel out of state. I mm -hmm. have people, they're like, Mike. And I'm like, how do you? And she goes, this is ridiculous. Like, are you popular <laughs> for in like a good way? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Probably mean, not. I so mean, you're like famous in Huntington? I'm probably related. Are you it's both famous in Huntington? It's probably more infamous. You guys are both from Huntington? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you know each other forever? No, he's younger than I am. So. so much younger. That's, that's what she always says. What do you mean so much? So much? What's He's so seven, much? She always years. says, she goes, well, uh, it's just such a such an age difference. I said, after 30, it doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't. Like, what's years. the age difference? Am I allowed six to years. ask? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't feel like it so does I didn't, matter. It no. just, it, it was far enough apart that I didn't know him in school. Okay. Because we were far enough apart. Okay. So. Never even heard of him. Know anybody from not. his family? I mean, I knew who he was back in the day when we'd go out on the weekends, but... <clears throat> back in the day. Yeah, back, back in, in the day, day, like a long Man, time I ago. I chased this woman for 11 years. Hmm. What? 11 years. And it... it uh, Man, it's awesome. Like it, it, looking back, <laughs> looking the back chasing, on it, the chasing. Yeah, was well, awesome. the thing about it is, is like so. Every time we would make the attempt, uh, timing just didn't work. What's make the attempt? Uh, try to uh, to date. Oh. Um, so I met her through. I was working with uh, her sister and my now brother-in-law, but Kevin and I were really, really tight, and uh, so just going through some stuff and. Um, she, we went out with Kevin and quote, had a couple beers, you know, and uh, I said, yeah, just hanging out with you. He said, well, my sister and uh, or Candy and uh, her sister is going to come. I don't care. I'm here to hang out with you. She walked in. Swear to you. You no longer cared about your friend. No. You only had eyes for. I did. Yeah. That is the craziest thing. Like music stopped. She doesn't believe me. Music stopped. And I knew at, at that, that point I was there. <laughs> huh? I, You're like, I saw her, I'm marrying her. I, I told her mom that. He told my mom that. Seriously? <clears throat> 11 years of chasing, you told her in the oh, beginning. I in told, the beginning. I Were you him. running away from him? It just wasn't. It Like, he was going through some things, and I didn't want to be a distraction for him dealing with what he needed to deal with. And so okay. I was all about being friends. Okay. <clears throat> and we developed a really good friendship. and Best friends. Stayed close for a really, really long time. And then um, probably... We get 11, 12 years, mm -hmm. and then timing just worked, and so. She just stopped running so fast. I finally I caught up. Tired. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to all of that. So tell us a little bit about you guys. What do you love to do? What's going on in your life? Are you readers? Are you TV? 
I know your Harley riders. Harley yeah. riders yeah. for sure. Um, football. Football is and University huge. of Michigan fans. Go sorry, blue. Go blue. Ohio State people. Go blue. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Oh, yeah. I know. I loved seeing them. America uh, won. They lost. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. I mean, you watch movies. You, uh, you know. He's a big movie buff. I used to be. Uh, I don't really have time. Grandkids. Mm-hmm. No, I know. But pick a movie you used to like. Oh, my gosh. It, but, I can pretty much quote everything from 90s on. That's terrible. What? It's terrible. You like, don't have like one that sticks out? No. Well, my, one How about my, around this time of year? Is there a movie that you always have to watch this time of year? Christmas time? No, not really. You don't have a Christmas movie? You're not the Die Hard guy? See, I would think That's you, definitely. If I'm looking at you, I'm like, Christmas movie, Die Hard. Definitely Die Hard. Yeah. That is absolutely a Christmas I've movie. I've never seen Die Hard. Why is that a Christmas movie? That's oh. a big debate. <laughs> it's a big debate. Because it's like... It's during Christmas. Yeah. It's I mean, it's happening it during Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that Christmas party, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Mm. But no, I It's don't. the edgy side of Christmas. Oh, You've I never seen it? No. Jennifer. Yeah, it's it's a must watch. I mean, it, do you it, have, it really touches you here. Do you have a movie <laughs> around Christmas that you watch? Um... No. <laughs> nothing? Nothing. I mean, of course. I mean, my family likes Christmas Vacation and Elf and, you know. Okay. The, but you stuff. don't have one that, like, you're going to sit down and watch as a, no, make sure I as a family. I like, don't, watch a lot of TV. No, I know, but it's Christmas time. I, uh, okay. No think, family tradition that way. Just those movies occasionally. Do you watch the Macy's Day Parade? I do not. Okay. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Do you have a, yeah, watch all the floats? Oh, the, with the grandkids? Man, that is great. That is magical <laughs> now. Like before with my kids, with, the, with, my, with my daughters, they're like, yay. Like yeah. that was as much mm-hmm. as I got. Yeah. And then with the grandkids, they literally mm. would scream at each other. It's good. It's on. It's on. And Corbin's like, this is awesome. I'm like, you're seven. You're still into it. Yes. Because didn't you ever have the, the Christmas traditions? Like, don't you remember as a kid, like you're sitting there and your parents would have the news on and they'd be like, you know, you're watching Rudolph the Red Nose, like mm-hmm. all Charlie of those. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, they, they spotted you know, like they comes on the news and they yep. would talk about how they spot them and you have to hurry yeah. and make go to bed. And then like the mm-hmm. tradition at our house was is that, you know, you leave out Pepsi mm-hmm. and uh, cookies, you know, and you come out the next morning and, Perfect. you know, you always figure out that that's mm-hmm. obviously what your dad likes. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever's left out for Santa yeah. is whatever your dad likes. So obviously you figured out mm-hmm. your dad likes Pepsi and cookies mm-hmm. or whatever that stuff was. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have that? Oh, when I'm growing up, I sure yeah. did. I mean, I did that with our kids when they were little. And did you? And we reindeer food. What, and so, did you? You put it out on the lawn? Food? Yeah, we'd just sprinkle it out there with glitter and oats and like something else. Yeah. But oh what, yeah, I Was did it gone them. in the morning? I don't remember what we did, actually. <laughs> Eric out there raking <laughs> it up. I See, I can't imagine Eric putting anything in his lawn that would mess it up. Okay. Did, did you ever hear the story about the first time we met? No. Went to their house. They invited us over for supper, and we, Sherry and I go over there. And first you pull up, and you're like, okay, this is... His yard is like a golf course. Oh, no. Then you <laughs> it's striped used, and it's green. And you used and... to walk through their garage, at least we did, to get into their house. And Eric has, like, everything has its place. You open up the toolbox and every wrench has, oh. it's like a wrench and a little label. <laughs> it's <laughs> not just label. that the wrenches That's are in dream. order. We go and have supper. Eric comes out and like, man, your yard's cool. And I thought he'd just be like, oh, yeah, you know, we... <laughs> 
We like the artist. Brings out this binder. A binder. He has a binder. A binder. His yard. his yard. And it's not like it's two acres. I mean, it's... It's a one acre. Yeah, I mean, it's a really nice... But he brings it out and like, this is my soil test. And this is what I put oh on last gosh. year. And this is... I don't have that effort. Oh, yeah. So I that's why I said that. I thought somebody put reindeer stuff in your yard. No way, Eric. There's no that way is he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. If that was the case, like, we are going to fail. Eric would be very disappointed in us. Yeah, yeah. no, I already realized that. I'll never live up to Eric's standards. Your car will never be clean enough. Your garage will never be clean enough. Oh. Your mower. You look at... You go to look at his mower, you'd swear he never mowed. It's brand new. <laughs> yeah, I, I will mean, tell you with age, he's not like that anymore. It's not like that no, anymore? No. Let, like, did he, did he used to wax it, though? I mean, did he? He did. I mean, that was <laughs> even before. So, 10 years we've owned a business. So, yeah. he doesn't have the time that he used to do the things that he yeah. did at home. You know, our yard still looks really nice, but. Yeah, no, was, it was dirty. super impressive. Yeah. I was like, I always want yeah. to be like people like that, but I just figured out I could never be like well, that. We I, yeah, it's, it's so, when you look at it, you're like, that's a big mountain. Like, that's a big mountain. Yeah, there's so. I usually do our mowing. She yeah. does. And yeah. if he mows, I'm like, you missed. You miss it. Yeah, you, you didn't stripe it right. Oh yeah, like, it. yeah. If you're off a little bit, it. like like our son Brandon, he was he was trying to do it, and we had this ridiculous mower. It's a long story with the mower. Anyway, uh, the mower was going, and then the mower one wheel was just off a little bit. Yeah. And he thought he was doing a great job. He thought he's like, man, this is great. And his mom's out there going. Yeah. yeah. I will walk out into the yard and be going. She absolutely like will. I can't stand like, it. And if it's so not then right. we and instead of just backing up. It's like, no, you got to come back and catch it on the same line. <laughs> yeah, so I understand yeah, right. that. Yeah. I understand. Like, yeah. not yeah. for me. Not for me. I'm just like, get yeah. it done. I got other things to move to do. Yeah. yeah. So did you have yeah. Christmas traditions growing up? The one that I remember the most is, <clears throat> and it's something we started last year. We're going to probably expand on it this year. But um, <clears throat> I remember we were, from the time I was very little, that we always, my dad would always read us the nativity story. Oh, wow. And each one of us would get a figurine, and we got, a, when we got to that point in the story, we would place our figurine however we wanted it. Really? In the in nativity set, and then mom would never change it. It stayed that way all year, whether it was oh, right wow. or wrong or whatever. That's cool. Um, but yeah, that's, and then this, last year we started reading the story to our grandkids Aww. and this year we're gonna get the full nativity set so that they can do that, that is awesome. and the so. coolest part is is they were just like going they're telling us the story mm. yeah. so we're reading it and they're telling us and i'm like we might actually stop this whole bad role that we were on <laughs> <laughs> i thought about starting up the tradition again that sherry's dad had so sherry's dad would have gifts under the tree from Santa Claus, mm -hmm. you know, so you'd open it up and it'd be like a 44 Magnum, you know, or something. <laughs> Santa so he, Claus is great. He would go out and buy something, wrap it up and put two Chuck from Santa. You have to have Santa wrapping paper too. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm going to do only. this. I'm going to go buy me a gun or something <clears throat> and be like, I cannot believe <laughs> Santa. I mean, Why, he how did he even know? know? Yeah. How did he know that I wanted, you know, yeah, exactly. a Colt Anaconda? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I mean, what? I mean, that's practical. Yeah, practical, I mean, I didn't know Santa could read minds, but guys, listen, Santa. He knows Santa, if you just believe. Yeah, I must have been really nice yes. this year. Yeah, wrap it up that I, way. I don't think that would work because I know all my son-in-law's son, they would just take the things that I would want. Because so, they have the same interest. I would just be like, this is wonderful. Like, you'd be like, this is great. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about you guys because, so I go pheasant hunting with my on whatever day we went last week <laughs> yeah. so he's with jim's dad yeah and so i'm walking you know we're pheasant hunting those two are reminiscing and i'm like 
you guys were talking about so much stuff like Jimmy Dean and Bobby V and <laughs> all of these like people that you knew, like, mm -hmm. or that you're related to. And that like mm -hmm. all of, I'm like, I don't know a half <laughs> of your story, who you are, how you grew up, because just a little bit that I heard, there's a lot of people involved in your their story are. or you guys' mm -hmm. story and how that all works. So it's mostly his story. I pretty much grew up. My parents were Christians. We went to church yeah. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday you're night. Still, again, you're mm -hmm. from Huntington. <laughs> from Huntington. Right. So yep. you grew up, grew yep. up in a church. Where did you go here? We went, it used to be Grayston years and oh, years and years ago okay. when I was very little. Then okay. we moved to Good Shepherd, which was the old oh, monastery. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> we went there for years. Um, so faith was a part of your oh, for journey sure. growing up. Yes, yeah. my entire life. Right. And Bible quiz team, youth ministry, like okay. highly involved in everything. Um, got to the point where I had had my first kid. Um, things just didn't, uh, just didn't sit right. It wasn't anything that anybody did. It was just. I just didn't feel like I was getting what I needed. Okay. So kind of fell away from everything. So yeah, to, to, again, because I honestly don't know. So mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, no, you can say fine. whatever you want. So going through high school, mm -hmm. you find a guy, right? Yes. And it was in college. Okay. <clears throat> so after high school, so faith was still a part of that. Yes. Yeah. And then you end up getting... I went to Huntington College for a couple okay. of years. Um, got married, didn't get married. Got married. Okay. That didn't work. Okay. Um, and that's when you had the kid? No, it, okay. this was my second husband. Okay, got it. So and then, got married, it wasn't good. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, he worked all the time. I never saw him. Okay. Never saw him at all. Right. Um, so I wouldn't, like, I would be home by myself yeah. all the time. Right. So <clears throat> met the kid's dad, had all three of my kids through him. Okay. Um, we went to church. Just, it just wasn't the best marriage. He wasn't very supportive. Okay. Um, it just was, I don't know. It just yeah, didn't for sure. work. Yeah. Didn't and work. then at this point, your journey of faith, your journey of from what it was to where. Kind of fell off. Yeah. Right, for during a long time. time. A and lot then, of people's story. Right. right? Like exactly. It, we have this good section and then we just. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just level life, out. Life kind of took hold and, right. you know, things, other things got, became more important. And right. So <clears throat> a lot of years later, um, after I got tired of running away from him, apparently, <laughs> um, we ended up getting together. And we just, from the very beginning, we had said, um, we just really need to find a church. Like, okay. I really felt like we needed to get back to the church. Okay. And he was, he was the same. I don't know if he was quite as gung-ho about it. He never, he never oh, was against was. it. He just, it wasn't, we talked about it sure. some, but we didn't talk a lot. But then we... We talked his daughter, did, though. Right, yeah. for a while. His daughter invited us to come with her here, so we did to kind of, we had a couple, three or four different churches we wanted to try out, and we have never left. <laughs> this was the first one we came to, so. Well, you're very <clears throat> comfortable in our house. I already said that. You, you're very comfortable in our house because every time something comes up, it's something you've taught on, something we've mm -hmm. just, or we walk in and it's got punch Sunday now. It mm -hmm. is now, hey, guess what? We just talked about that all the way up till 3 o'clock in the morning, got here, and then here, here's God talking through Mike, and then like, mm -hmm. I, I'm listening. Yeah, I got. Yeah, you got it, me. it did become quite a joke because it seemed like, and that was one reason why I think we stayed, is because it, 
seem like when we would have conversations at home about big life things, the next Sunday, that's what you're talking about. And Hmm. it's just like, and the joke got to be, Mike sure is comfortable in our living room because (laughs) it seemed like you just knew. Right. And it, you know, it could be a totally different message to someone else in the congregation, but that's how we needed to hear it. Right. So. So you have three kids, then you end up getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. So you end up getting a divorce and then. From that time, like this is when the whole 11 year, I'm still trying to put it. So I had met him. Jeez. I don't even know. I was going through, like I was coming out of a marriage myself. Okay. Um, You know, it was, I had two girls um, and then there was that break. Yeah. Um, And I think it would have been, let's see, Morgan was still in school. It had to have been almost 20 years ago. Yeah, wow. I think we're about yeah. there. So, and then the funny thing is, is we just celebrated three years of marriage <laughs> okay. years ago. Yeah. Um, oh, really? So you guys have been married for three years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it seems like a lot longer. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. It seems like a lot longer. It does. It just <laughs> seems <laughs> like it's just been, like, I've never experienced the feeling of being married. I never got charged like I'm charged now. And, uh, like, the, the original design that you you completely transformed mm. our relationship with the words that came out of your mouth that, with all that. Mm. It, it, all the way down to our sons and mm. our, and to our, our, you know, cause like, I think I, right after you, that was powerful to me. And I was like, never heard it spoke like that. My, my dad, mm. not a nice person. Mm. Um, so mo- most I got was, hey duck, cause I'm gonna throw a right hand. You know, yeah, right. That kind of right. dad. So when when I hear that from some somebody that you know that I don't know and they're telling me these things, and I'm like, well, I have totally done this wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, just totally done this wrong. And then I looked at her and I was like, I'm failing you. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we we had some really good discussions on that, bringing the kids in after that because I'm like, you like if they weren't there, I'm like sit down you are going to watch this Mm. like i don't know what you're going to get from it but Mm -hmm. sit down and um that's what really keyed us um into where i think that all of us now are marching directly towards Mm. there we we have you know we have our shake-ups we have Mm -hmm. some things going on (laughs) don't we yeah (laughs) we have our shake-ups and but the thing is is it's like um you this place the people that are here, incredible. Yeah. Just incredible. The th- well, what's happening here is beyond words. I, I can't I can't tell you what it means just to me. Um, but the relationships and mm-hmm. and the openness and the way people just surround you, I got, I had to redefine friendship. I really did. Like I had to redefine friendship. I, I mm-hmm. brothers. You know, sisters, those things that you just go, you hear people say, oh, he's just my brother in Christ. Right. Yeah. So let's go so we can kind of bring it together for the audience. So, Mike, if you go way back, so obviously you grew up, it wasn't the same story. Definitely not. Right. So you didn't grow up in a Christian home. Uh, No, my mom had some beliefs, but, um, you know, she she had her own walk and she'd wander in and out just like all of us. And and, um, but my dad, my real dad, uh, I, I was adopted. Okay. Um, my my mom, but uh, wonderful Alder. He you know he he took me in and anyway. Um, but my real dad uh, teased you. You know, hey church boy, hey this, hey that. And right. then so I thought you know that's what guys do. We're just 
we're heathens basically we're just mm-hmm. out there to beat sure. people up drink some beer just be brash and do all that stuff right Right. harley shoot guns right so you go through high school with that yes right and so then i thought somewhere in your story you moved away i did yeah moved to arizona okay and you got married before got married down there no so yeah i've i've been all over the map uh you, and again, know, you don't have to explain it all no because no what i want people to see is a little bit of a background but then also to be able to navigate what you guys have worked through because i think there's some wisdom that couples because regardless of where your story is all marriages all raising of kids all trying to figure out how to do blended family like that's a reality of today mm-hmm. you know and trying to figure out how to make that work yeah so i moved away uh and it was For, a different to get married uh to, not to her yeah. no no right but yeah yeah to, yeah got married left it got was married to get away left. from the situation. Yeah, bad situations that okay. was here. It, I mean, uh, went down there. Um, I had an accident too. Uh, I'm I'm mostly metal in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, I so cold here killed me. Right. So doctor says go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's do that. Let's go okay. to Arizona. Get you know meet somebody out there. Do that. Um, so you weren't married when you moved out there. You no. met somebody out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so we, uh, you know, it just didn't work only just because my, my kids were here. Her kids were there. We could never be whole. And it just, I couldn't put her also through the hole that I felt if she would have moved here. So it just, we both came to that conclusion. Like, this just Wait a second. Working. I think I missed something. <laughs> so you were married here and had kids? Yes. And then moved I'm away? Yeah. Oh, okay. I missed that point. Yeah. So when I, we met, he was going through a divorce from the first. <clears throat> yeah. Got I, it. Like I said, messy, messy, messy. and uh, Messy the divorce or just messy in general? Just life messy. You oh, know, okay. just life messy. Got it. Um, so then, um, but I always stayed in touch with her. Mm-hmm. She was, she was that one friend. Like okay. we, we really did develop that kind of friendship. So you guys were friends and you moved to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you guys are talking during this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, not a lot, but enough to just stay in contact. Because yeah, I didn't want to be an issue. In yeah, we his didn't want to. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, we weren't. Yeah. That was, we wanted no, to make sure, sure we were the yeah. farthest right. from that. But it is, you know, I kept explaining it is possible men and women have friendships. Yeah. Right. Um, but she was one of those people that, like, hey, you're going off the rails. Like, what are you doing? Uh, you know, just kind of guide me back. And yeah. um, I knew that I knew that uh, if I just picked up the phone, I'd at least get that because right. I was, you know, I was out in a different place, different people, people I didn't grow up with. So, right. so when you moved from here, you're getting away from messy divorce, whatever mm-hmm. that situation is, you moved to Arizona. Yes. Right. And so how long are you in Arizona? Uh, roughly about... Well, I think it's right around seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, seven or eight years. And so mm-hmm. during all of that time, you guys are communicating? Mm-hmm. Just, wow. yeah, just, a, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't frequent. It was just checking in. How are you doing? Right. Like he seemed to always know when I needed to hear from him and I hopefully knew when he needed to hear from me. And right. um, it just, we just always had that connection. Right. And then when... Um, so did you get married out in Arizona? No, we got married here. No, he's talking... No, oh, me. Yeah. Yes, I'm so sorry. No, yeah. so you had to... And again, I don't say this like flippantly, but you had a wife here, you had kids, you went out there, got married. Yep. That one... Yeah, it just it just didn't go. Like okay. I said, just didn't go. Um, right. Because, like I said, I didn't want to... 
you know, it's just hard. You know, when you're away, it's hard. You right. Can't. And still at all of these points for you, faith has not been a part of Actually, it was. So oh, okay. I got I got baptized and saved out there. I, oh, okay. I met uh, Mark Martin. He was pastor out there and uh, he great teacher, great okay. teacher. And I didn't even know he's a pastor. He stopped me one day and he says, I'm supposed to just talk to you. And I said, okay, hi. You know? <laughs> uh, and then he's just like, so um, for some reason, I'm just supposed to talk to you, find out if you're okay, and uh, would, would you pray with me? And I said, well, yeah. And, and we did this uh, at a Little League baseball game. So was it somebody, I mean, again, just so we can put this in perspective, was it somebody saying, like, have you seen the blind yet? No, I want to. Yeah, so in the blind, you know, there's people saying to pastors like, hey, you should probably go talk to Phil, right? Or was this just like this guy randomly feels like he's supposed to come and talk to you? No one knew him, yeah. Wow. No one knew him. That's cool. It was like the, and so when I, and then I got saved out there and. um, Because were you crazy out there? Not crazy, but were you like. Mm -hmm. Crazy uh, yeah. is a good word. Yeah, crazy is a good word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how to put it, but I've heard you use the word yeah. off the rails. Like. Yeah, it's it's really uh, just reckless. Like, I just have lived reckless. Like what I did said. you struggle with the most? Rage. Okay. Rage. So fighting. Fighting. Drinking. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. definitely. I mean, it got for a long time. I was even fighting for money. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. it was just a way of life for me. And then... Um, that broke apart, and I came back here, and I just said. So, did you come back here for Tammy? Like, came back here for 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 Corbin, his grandson, my grandson, his first grandson. Okay. Yeah, when my my daughter called me, I had a great job, man. I was a mountain guide out there. Mm-hmm. I uh, took people camping, got to play cowboy, shoot things for a living off the back of a horse. Mm-hmm. Right. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Right. My daughter calls and she says, "When are you moving back?" I said, "Never." Mm-hmm. And she said. First grandson, I said six months. <laughs> and uh, then when I... And at this point, you're divorced yeah. out there. So yeah. not no kids out there no. in Arizona. Okay. No. Yep. And then we came back here and um, I knew where I, I knew where I needed to be. Okay. Um, and she took some convincing. Mm. I mean, who wouldn't? Look at this. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, th- this is this was just one of those things where uh, I just knew who where I needed to be, and we talked and never stopped. Mm. And it was just it was just right where we both needed exactly when we needed mm. it. And like we said, if we would have gotten together, well, what we'd never appreciated it. We right. never would have done it. It probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah, and and the fact that um, we both were screaming, um, "I want to be in church," was great. Yeah, so did that just happen? Like you show back up, and you guys have been talking, and well, then it's I, just I'd like known, and we had had some conversations just about where our lives were going, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it took me some convincing because I was just done being married because it, nothing was working, right. and it just had been somewhat bitter for mm-hmm. me. And so <clears throat> it did take him a little bit of time to convince me that we needed to at least make an attempt. And right. it took a few tries. Like, we haven't been together from that moment. Um, we've split a couple times, but... Um, we might be a little stubborn. It. Yeah, so let's just talk through that a little bit. Not the stubborn part, but let's talk through the whole idea of... Because there's many people in your situation, right? right? Mm-hmm. They've been through it had great dreams and that, yeah. you know, aspirations of being married. 
what was it in marriage? It was just like, I'm never, this, this isn't turned out this way. I don't want it again. For me, it was, I, the guys I was married to just didn't, they didn't do what I felt like the head of a household should do. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it was every responsibility was on me, mm-hmm. including the job, right. the kids, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with raising the kids and sure. taking care of the house. I'm, I'm good with that. Right. But when I'm working nonstop, it's right. impossible right. to keep Didn't up with Didn't treat you everything. like a queen. No. Well, no. And I don't, it's not that I expected that, but. But you should expect she should. That's I what should. God, that's I know. what God says. <laughs> like you're the yeah. queen. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. Right. But the point is the man should, should look at his wife and like you're the queen. So right. I'm going to make sure that you don't have to accept the title. You don't have to do any of it, but it's our job to say you're the queen. Right. You, so you didn't have that. I, yeah, I can see that. I yeah. just, but when anything, whenever anything went wrong, it was always the attack, Yeah. you know, and it just, I couldn't do it anymore. And it, uh, it wore me down pretty good right. for a long time. And then I got so used to, um, I raised all three of my boys by myself right? and I was highly independent. And that was a lot of our issue at the beginning was, I don't need you to do that. I'll go do the brakes on my own car. Right. I don't need you to do that. I'm just telling you where I'm going. Right. Oh yeah. So, that, that was the thing. Like, it she, had actually like, brakes needed to be done. So I go out to do the brakes. She goes, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I'll do the brakes. I'm like, well, so mm-hmm. did you want to get remarried? So you've been through two too. Yeah. I honestly, I did not. Okay. I, I didn't. Yeah, I knew and I what wanted... was it in a woman that you couldn't find or what was the, like, what was the breaking points in your marriage? Trust. Like, you I, couldn't trust I, I them? I couldn't trust. Yeah. Okay. I, um, and I think my, tr- I think that's from, uh, early on my dad, my mom always there, you know, always there, but I, I never could trust because the one person I thought was my hero at that time was not mm. something I should have been doing so i just didn't trust anybody but don't you think that's an issue in general oh for mm-hmm. sure i think in general men are somewhere on the pendulum of not trusting too many people for sure and i think i think it's well warranted in some cases but yeah. i mean but yeah i think that the with the trust thing I, I i just wish that we could just talk about that my goodness just to have that discussion <clears throat> with your friends right because you walk up there and go hi mike this is mike just checking in do you trust me no, that, that <laughs> never happened. But I think that's one of the like the open dialogue, and that's what drew me to her so much. She was like, so you don't trust me, huh? Why? Right. And the first time I was ever asked why, I was like, I don't know. But I was waiting for somebody to ask me. Right. But I didn't know. Yeah, so talk about, for everybody that's listening, so you guys obviously face an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. Right from the beginning, like you have experiences, you're bringing experiences to the table, which is a lot of people today. Yeah, right? like this isn't yeah. a, you know, probably 25 years ago, this wasn't as common, but it's for sure common now. Oh, you yeah. know, you're bringing the challenges of I had a I had a husband or two that were not what they're supposed to be. I had a wife or two that were supposed to be. Can we accomplish? And I think this is the cool thing because you brought it up in the beginning. Can we ever be in our marriage and our kids what God created us to be? Because I won't say we messed up the first two, but we didn't do that part that way. Can we be an example of a godly marriage even after a couple tries? Because I think a lot of people have given up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I tried it with the first one. I tried it with the second one. It didn't work. And even on the third one, you know, we're, 
Just be God done. surely isn't going to honor anything that we do because we didn't do it right in the beginning or whatever that looks like. I think a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. So when you come into that, how did you guys overcome some of those barriers or some of those challenges? I mean, was, what was some of the greatest strengths in your relationship in the beginning and what were some of the greatest struggles? Yeah, for sure. Because you guys were good at communicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like there, when, just like everything else, whenever something great happened, I couldn't wait to rush home. Right. Whenever something bad, also couldn't wait to rush home. Right. And I think the communication, um, hey, we're, we're both on this shaky mm-hmm. ground. What, what do we do? Right. You know, where do we, where do we build? And then we, we just come to that conclusion to both of us is like, whatever we've tried to build has failed. Why not give it away? Right. And God wants it. Let's give it to him. Right. And that really helped. That helped us a ton because yeah. I, I think that we both thought that we had to shoulder everything because that's just mm-hmm. where we've been. And then we realized that this whole time, you know, all we do mm-hmm. is just surrender. And was some of your greatest struggles the independence for both of you? Like you're More saying, for me. Okay. Yeah. More for me because not only did I have to start relearning how to trust God, I had to let go of control and I am a total control freak. I'm in a leadership role at my job. Right. And so it's my whole career has been, I have to be in control. Mm -hmm. So that was probably one of the most difficult hurdles for, for me to get over and for him because he didn't understand why I couldn't just let him be the man right. in the relationship and right. fix the cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that was my biggest issue is I had this huge wall built up and you're not getting in because I'm going to have to do it by myself anyway. Right. She's, so yeah, she's just waiting for the letdown. Yeah. For because sure. your bar, every time something fails, your bar gets lowered so much right. that you're like, this is the best it's going to get. And you don't mm-hmm. hold each other to a higher standard. Right. So, but I think we got, once we started getting more involved in the church and really started understanding that we weren't where we needed to be, it made it that much easier to mm-hmm. start holding each other accountable mm. and kind of reshift what our roles were at home. Right. Because even, even now I struggle with, I got it. Yeah. I don't, you're fine. Go sit down. I got it. Right. right. So she should tell me to sit down a lot more. Yeah. So Mike, <laughs> talk about this too. Cause a lot of guys are where you were. You might have an extreme example, right, of like a dad that's, you know, the communication was duck. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> others just non-existent, others busy. But, you know, God calls us to lead, mm-hmm. right? And God calls us. And a lot of times our excuse is we don't have an example, right? I didn't grow up with an example. Don't do it. So you're now taking on that as a leadership role, trying to be the man that God's created you to be. What can... Is your talk for our listeners and the people that are watching for these guys out here that are at these impressionable ages of like, how do I overcome? Right. Cause that's where they're at. Yeah. How do I overcome a history of not seeing it? How do I overcome even when I wasn't because that you've overcome both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I went out and didn't live it. And now I've changed. I mean, that's what I hear in your story is that you have dramatically changed how you feel like your role sets up. What can you say to people who are listening or people that are watching? Like this was a, this was a changing point for me. This is the thing that, that got me to the place where I'm not going to make excuses for my past. I'm not going to make excuses for my dad. I'm going to do it. Like what got you there? Uh, what I just really, 
Um, at first, it was live in spite of my dad. It mm. was completely do everything mm. that I was not given. Okay. And when I decided to do that, it was like, it felt like I was walking up a river for sure. Like mm. it was just flowing and it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But every day I had to set forth and I, I honestly did. Every day I, I get in the mirror and today someone's looking at me. Mm. Today somebody's mm. talking to me. Somebody's listening to me most importantly. And I had to actually tell myself that every day because, it, I mean, when you when you get back into that that sinful easy, man, that's comfortable. Right. And then when you start to change that and and make that you know to live intentionally, looking down at my my girls and her boys, and then realizing that that's not the only generation we got. Mm -hmm. Now I got right. those grandbabies, <laughs> and the, boy, grandbabies mm -hmm. love them. Um, yeah. And that. Seeing my kids start to struggle with the things that I struggled with and then hating every minute of that mm. going, look, mm -hmm. if you just listen. And then I, that little voice is like, look, you could have done that a long time ago. You right. could have listened to the, the generation generation. But I don't I, I think that my biggest my biggest thing is, is you you've just got to stand and not let anybody take your feet from you after that. Right. You made a conscious decision to stand and be different. For sure. Right. For sure. And I would say in listening to you to somewhat be humbled because, you know what I mean, to, to lead means we have to be humble. Sir. Right? Mm -hmm. Like true leadership is a very, like sometimes people see leadership as I'm just going to be the man. Mm -hmm. Well, part of being the man is being humbled. Right. And understanding this this whole idea of how to be a servant leader, how to be somebody that, you know, what we've, being a man doesn't always mean you got it. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I think those are important lessons for us to learn inside of that. So the other any challenge in blending family? I know for a lot of people, um. that's like, <laughs> how do you how do you do that? You know, when your kids are older or even, you know, I think we've been pretty lucky for the most part our kids treat each other like brother and sister. Like mm. they pretty, for the most part, I mean, we've got some, a few minor things going on right now, but we've, for the most part, they blended well together. Sure. Um, the hardest part for me was the girl's mom. <clears throat> um, I developed a friendship with her for them because oh, wow. I felt like, I don't that want took them. Something. It does. <laughs> it, it did. Because I'd heard, I didn't, I knew who she was and I knew a little bit about her. I didn't okay. know her well. Um, and he would tell me a few horror stories in the very beginning. And I just told him, look, let me make my own decision. Right. I'll, I can look past a lot, you know, let me mm -hmm. deal with that situation okay. the way I need to. So I developed a friendship with her and got pretty close for a while. Was that hard? It was hard. Was she like, who are you? Mm. Like, why are you no, calling me? No, actually, for the most part, she saw when things really started, we started becoming more friends. Okay. She saw how I treated the girls. Okay. And I never treated them any differently than I treated my boys. Hmm. The hard part for me is I can rip my boys, but yeah. I can't do that with the girls. I yeah. have a really hard time, you know. Right. But it's different because they're grown now. I, you know, I raised the boys and sure. I got in their gotten their butt a little bit here and there, but, right. um, I didn't raise the girls. So right. <clears throat> it, it's just a different relationship. And now, um, 
the relationship is they come to me for advice. They yeah. come to talk to me, you know, in certain situations. And so you made yourself is, available. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And right. I always tried to, even when he and I weren't together, I would still go visit the girls. I would go see the grandkids. Cause to me, that was, that didn't change. My mm. relationship with them didn't change. Mm. And so, um, it just, I mean, that, so, I mean, I don't mean to pry into your business, but <laughs> like that takes a lot. Like you're saying you guys were together, mm -hmm. you're putting in the effort into his daughters. Then you weren't together. Mm -hmm. Right. And you still did that. Yes. That's what I said. I got a rock star. That's a good woman. I got a, I got a rock star. I mean, I just, I just, I'm just they saying. They had no fault takes, in anything that. No, I know. <laughs> I know. But that's not normal. That's, I know. It's, yeah, it's, that I, is yeah. for sure not normal. Well, I mean, and she, and she came to me and she's like, look, you're going to have to befriend her too. Like, you've got to learn how Your to. Your ex? Really, yeah. Oof. And like, she'll wow. come up for uh, dinner and things mm -hmm. like that. And What? And yeah, used, she used to come over more than she does now. But if we have birthday parties at our house, she's always invited. Um, we don't we don't count her out of anything for no, the most part. I think, I think that it, if we are to forget, you know, if we ask for forgiveness, we're supposed to forgive. Also. No, I get and, yeah, you can say all of those things. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know you're I know. right. It's, it's tough. I mean, I, I have no doubt that everything that you're saying is absolutely true. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. It's messy enough that those things never happen. I got the secret is, is you mess them up a long time ago and then it gets easier when you get older. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just saying so. that's, that is a good, it's a, it's a great example of living out the idea of putting your back to humble, right? Like mm -hmm. you had to put some of your own, cause okay. that would be me. Like I would have to put some of my feelings aside you know, to be able to be like, okay, who's what's really important is the kids, not me. That's exactly yeah. right, and that's that but was I, that's a lot a... of conversations. We we literally had tons of those conversations. Like, it doesn't matter. Our feelings don't mean nothing. What matters is what's happening, mm -hmm. and, and and if it's facts, these are facts. You know, so that's what we're gonna do. Can I pry into more of your business? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is she a believer? She, she has was. gone to church off and on. Um, we're, we're I hoping. think it relies more on if she's dating someone that's going to church. Okay. Unfortunately, she's been invited a few times. Yeah, no, I was just curious. Like, I right. mean, in that situation, surely she's got to be impacted that the way you guys are treating her. Mm. Right. Yeah. We're I not mean, as close now as we were at the beginning, only just because of, I think, just life. No. For I mean, sure. it's, you know, um, but I didn't want to be the, the stepmom. Mm that had nothing good to say about their yeah, real mom, sure. because no matter what the relationship is between them, that's still their mom. Right. And she deserves that role. And I, I just, I didn't ever want to take that role. I wanted to be a supplement to that role. Right. So and I think they, and they both would seek each other out in issues. And that was, that was really nice. I mean, like um, the girls were going through something that dad probably wouldn't understand. They, they could bounce it off each other, and, and it, it worked. Right. I mean, it, it, it is working. I mean, we, there's growing pains with it, of course. But Yeah, I mean, is it the same with your husband? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. There was a falling out with him and one of my sons that he took way too far. Okay. So, yeah, I, again, yeah, I don't, don't want to go into things that the it's The boys not in have my tried book. reaching out to him, and he's had no 
nothing for them. So yeah. Mike is dad to them, I'm, basically. I love that. I'm not, I don't, don't, that sounds terrible. I love that. <laughs> no, I don't love that. I love the fact that uh, they look at me like that because yeah. I had girls. Yeah. I always mm -hmm. like, I wanted boys so bad. I wanted boys <laughs> so bad. And my daughters would tease me all the time. And I'm like, well, I got Morgan. She's going to be my boy. And uh, <laughs> But then we got the boys, and uh, so I was I was kind of doing the same mm -hmm. thing. I didn't understand that relationship between sure. mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. and then she kind of filled me in, and then I let the boys come to me a little bit more, right? Because uh, I think that in my eyes, there's two roles for a father's correction and there's counsel, and we're way past the correction spots, right? You know, mm -hmm. so be there for them when, and then accept what they're giving me. And, and see mm -hmm. what I can do to help that mm -hmm. situation. But definitely mm -hmm. uh, didn't want to step on toes just like her. But man, it is so nice when they, every now and then they'll call me dad. And they don't really call me dad, but when they do, oh mm. my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, yeah. I think that was the hardest thing for both of us was understanding where the boundary was as a step parent. Sure. Um, because obviously he's not going to want to discipline the boys. They're, by the time we got together, they I were mean, old enough. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right. They were old enough that, yeah. you know, like he said, they were past that discipline stage. But yeah, right. I was just the guy um, at that time, and and seeing it come together, obviously, it wasn't nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we did we put the work in, but it wasn't from us. Right. And yeah. That was the coolest part. And now, all the boys and and the girls, they're going to church here, and, and it's mm -hmm. something that I've never got to experience. Um, mm -hmm. As a unchurched, I mean, church, but unchurched. No, for um, sure. <clears throat> I never got to experience that. Uh, we didn't just go on Sundays and that was it. We get, we talk about it. Mm -hmm. Man, we are, like, I'd probably mm -hmm. say six out of the seven days. And we're waiting for Sunday, right. you know, because we need a new topic. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And we're, we're trying to practically put that in uh, as we go. And, you know... Uh, Jim Nunley and, mm -hmm. and you know I'm bouncing things off of Jimmy he's bouncing things off of me I you know I, I've just never experienced this and she's mm -hmm. like well that's that's kind of normal I'm like no that's yeah. that is not normal <laughs> you know and I'm, it should be. I, I'm like jumping up and down and everybody's like calm down mm -hmm. this happens and I'm it's crazy yeah and that's mm -hmm. the thing that you know I hope and I hope we never lose mm -hmm. because the the idea of just coming on a Sunday morning and be like, okay, I did it. And now let's go do whatever. That's just, yeah, that sounds awful. That was, you know? That's all I experienced until, until this. And um, like I said, incredible people. Um, message always, <laughs> message always gets, one of us always come at, dude, I know he was talking about me. I understand. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that, that's a literal thing. Like we will like, Okay, so how do you feel? We were pretty silent uh, going home. Don't live far, but going home, pretty silent. Mm -hmm. As soon as we get to the door, we're like, okay, what do you think? Yeah. And that, I've never experienced that. I, well, I, I think just, the thing that makes Life Church is the people. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the people of Life Church are, and I don't even just say this because I planted the church. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's extraordinary. You don't usually get to see multi generational. You, know, you, you tend to see a lot of multi. You don't usually get to see. Um, cultural, like huge cultural shifts, like people who are ultra wealthy, mm -hmm. people that are just getting by, people that are working middle class. We have some people that are white collar, some people that are blue collar. Like it's, mm -hmm. I mean, a beautiful mesh. Yeah. I mean, and works. I think that's what makes it beautiful. I think that's what makes Life Church a real 
like this is the when we're all just trying to figure it out whatever our age is or mm -hmm. whatever journey we're on we're all just trying to get it figured out and we're we're going to keep going down that road together so i think that part's cool so one of the things that's interesting to me is so when you guys talk so obviously you've been married for three years mm -hmm. so in the beginning there was some rocky stuff but today right i mean you're talking about today and you listen to you guys talk you you see you interact with people. I mean, these are just even the small conversations that I've had. I mean, obviously, you're not only both of you individually excited about what God's doing in your life. Collectively, you're excited about what God's doing in your life together. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so one of the things that, you know, and we can end with this because we're getting close to our time. <laughs> so together, talk about how God wants to maybe use you guys together as a team. Because I always think that's cool. Like, I think individually you guys got great gifts and God's using you in amazing ways. But it's obvious that your story together is as powerful as your story separately. You know, the things that you guys are doing. So maybe some things that you guys do. And, I, and I'm not even saying like, like a ministry or something. But things that you guys have done through your prayer life, through your, you know, uh, devotional life, through your small group life, like whatever that things are. Can you see, can you talk to us about some maybe things that you guys do together as a team that are just good for your relationship, but also good for. Yeah, for sure. Like our small group on Thursdays with Chuck and um, Claudia and all, everybody, we got Rianne and everybody's out mm -hmm. there. Um, uh, that is to me that, that just is like life water to me mm. because like, you know, you're not accessible because you're like, hey, that'd be cool mm -hmm. to ask Mike. They're there. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and, and then you get all these di these different things and we're experiencing mm -hmm. them and she'll go, man, I wouldn't say that. Or I would say, <laughs> you know, and a lot of times she's like, don't say that. But I, I think that the best mm -hmm. thing about this is, is that uh, we found found that uh, nice close knit for us yeah. and we're able to bounce mm -hmm. the ideas or, uh, hey, I've always wondered this, and you don't get embarrassed about the asking right. the question. Um, and like, of course, riding our motorcycles, we're we're, we're everywhere. Yeah. When Chuck's got that, we're gone. Yeah. Um, but and and but that in itself is another way to reach different people. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that wouldn't necessarily, you know, maybe go to church with us. But I'll I'll take church to them. Oh, I'm yeah, like I'm ready sure. to talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and so she, she's like, I'll ride. You talk. You just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think the fact that we have so many things in common that we like to do, you know, we love mm. sports, we love our motorcycles and those type of things. It gives us sometimes opposing um, opinions or opposing viewpoints mm -hmm. that will allow us to understand situations better. Right. Um, and I think, I think the thing right now is just trying to, work together and, and set that example as, mm. as a Christian, solid Christian couple mm. of how, so the kids can see how we're raising or not really raising anymore, but how we're moving on with the yeah. next phase of our life and how our, um, <clears throat> advice or our things that we tell them or things that even we tag them in social media have mm. to do with scripture or have to do with, you know, trusting God and, yeah. you know, I so don't go through the same thing. Right. Yeah. And the one the one thing I always say to him is, you know, when we have an issue is 
giving it to God's the easy part, not taking it back is the hard part. Mm, that's good. And he holds me accountable to just mm. let him keep it. Yeah. Let him, right. you know, cause that's my biggest struggle is being such a control freak mm. is I want to take it back. I'm yeah. good at giving it, yeah. but I want to take it back because it's just not quite timing or, oh, I can fix that one little thing and then I'll give it back to you. The arrogance of timing is funny. <clears throat> I, that is that is one of the things because we're always wanting it right now. Yeah. Right now. Right. But but I think those things where the, we're not, we don't hide those things between mm -hmm. us. We have those discussions mm -hmm. in front of the kids and they can see how we how we work through issues together or how, you know, what's a healthy coping mechanism to yeah, have sure. or, you know, I don't know if that really answers your question, but no, it does. I mean, again, because those are the things that I think everybody out there is looking to just try to figure out and learn. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's what everybody's trying to learn from each other on how to be able to make good decisions and be able to, again, whether it's coming from, because whether you came from, I've been divorced and now I'm remarried or you just been married. We all need to learn from each other when it comes to relationships and doing relationships well and trying to figure out again, my view, but I think scripture supports this. Like we're always good individually, but together as a team, you know, the ability to be able to talk to each other, be able to communicate, to be able to love on each other. Well, to be able to, to encourage, Hey, you gave it away keep it away. Like mm -hmm. those things can only happen in deep relationship, right? Like you don't get that advice from a buddy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's something inside of a marriage that's special, whether it's your first, second or third, like there's some, when it's right, it's right, yeah. you know, and it's good. And it gives us, in my opinion, it gives us the ability, a good marriage gives us the ability to show Christ's love to people through the way we love our spouse. For sacrificial sure. love, mm -hmm. communication, relationship. Yeah, I mean, I just think that's a, a, a good thing. And I think it's great that you guys can, you know, help your family and other people around you see those same things. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. All right, Jennifer, we're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's All crazy. Right. Well, that was good. 50 Thank minutes you. goes yeah, by. Yeah, good. it goes yeah. quick. Yeah. So if you're not a part of our podcast discussion, you can text the word podcast to 260-408-8383. You're just nodding. I see you nodding. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously <laughs> impressed that you can memorize it. I mean, I'm always looking, I'm always looking at the screen being like, I don't have no idea. Looking for the cues. I'm yeah, I mean, I don't, there's no way I could remember that each yeah, time. Yeah, so we'll send you a message, let you know when the episodes drop. And if you want to be um, part of the discussion, so there's lots of questions, or if you want to be on the podcast, just um, let us know. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and if you want to recommend people. I mean, that's the other yes, thing. Is get, please. Yeah, recommend people. Yep. Yeah, and again, now we're doing... Two to three a week. Yeah, yeah. we're doing a lot it's of awesome. them. awesome. Yeah. yeah, so we yeah. love it, and it's good. So just remember... Uh, this will go out. Are we putting this one out tomorrow too? Friday? No, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. So this will come out Thursday or Friday. <laughs> if you're on social media, make sure that when you see it, a couple different things that you can do. So you can mm -hmm. share it to your page. So that's one important thing because then it gets mm -hmm. out to a group of people that, uh, wouldn't normally be able to see it. Mm -hmm. We'd love for you to comment, you know, or like when it's on Facebook and, or if you click the link, it'll take you to our YouTube page. So we'd love for people to go to our YouTube page, you know, and be able to comment on there. And most of all, if you're listening and, and you want to be able to, to meet 
Mike and Tammy, make sure that you go on and watch at least to get a picture of who they are <laughs> so that you can come up there. Mm. You're second service first. people. First. Are you? first, yes. Okay, first service people, make sure you come up, say hi. Uh, again, great encouraging couple, uh, lots of uh, energy for the gospel. I love it. You know, the idea of regardless of what's happened in the past, we're moving forward and we're going to let God use us in amazing ways. So make sure you come up and say hi and encourage them in their walk. So again, thanks everybody for joining us and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks.